Welcome to the Whiskey Congress. Honest, open talk dedicated to speaking the truth to those who are open to hearing it. Black, white, right, left. Most importantly, honest, bold, and fueled by good whiskey. In Whiskey Veritas, we are Whiskey Congress. Join the evolution. Whiskey Congress is back in session. Stephen and I are together in the Cleveland studio. Uh, I'm drinking whiskey during the show because Steve bought me a bottle of whiskey for my birthday, which I greatly appreciate. Mm-hmm. Tell uh, this. Tell you know what? I don't have the bottle in front of me. It's, it's a Kentucky bourbon. Kentucky Owl. Kentucky. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It is really special. I may uh, not drink it, but I still know how to pick it. Yeah, I, I never doubted you, but thank you, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And happy anniversary to you, by the way. Shush. Okay, or I can <laughs> shut up. It's just weird that we have a birth. My birthday is your anniversary. Um, you want to jump right in? Yeah. So let's talk about Russia again because we have to. Um, the situation seems to be devolving badly. Um, the, yeah, no, I think it is. As yeah, bad as no, it was. I understand. That's a bit of an understatement. Yeah. And you said last week, something I actually kind of want to retouch on from last week. You basically said Russia has you know, been exposed for not being the big, bad, badass on the block. And it kind of reminded me of the experiences I had in junior high, and I'm sure a lot of people did, where there's that one asshole bully who everyone's terrified of. And then at some point, someone punches him in the nose, and he runs away crying. It's like, oh, you ain't so bad when someone punches you in the mouth. Ukraine has punched Russia in the nose. I mean, they have... Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm not quite sure if it's, if it's like... That's an oversimplification. Right, oversimplification, but I, I mean, understand. now, but I think you could, <laughs> oddly enough, make a very apt comparison to, to Rocky IV. Um, okay. And what I mean, I mean, like, Russia is... He's cut! He's cut! Okay, please. So, you so Russia is Ivan Drago. They're big and they're bad and they've got all this stuff. And you see the training montage with the steroids and everything else. Um, but the Ukrainians have grit and they're fighters. And they're just like, you want to fight? We'll fight. We'll just keep going. We will outlast you because our will is that strong. And so Russia has the numbers... Um, you know, their, their weapons aren't what we thought. I mean, you know, like they're, they're, they're touting and boasting having this crazy weapon is that's the weapon of all weapons. But in reality, who knows if it actually works? We don't even know. I mean, there, I, I've seen stats that there's, there's an argument to be made that 90% of Russia's nuclear arms are, you know, defunct. Um, now all you need is one. Right, but you can do a lot of damage with one. You can do a lot of damage, right? Like, I mean, you you know, all you need is one to go off and and you, you know actually do what it's supposed to do, and you've pretty much wiped started, out a city. Yeah, you know, wiped out a city and probably started world annihilation. But, um, you know, like I, I think what we're seeing though is the longer that the Ukrainians stay in this, in terms of continuing to fight and refusing to back down, as long as they have the weapons to continue to fighting, the people aren't going to quit. And so, you know, how many, you you know, how many losses does Russia have to take in terms of the number of soldiers, in terms of, you know, the, 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 the offenses that they move in with and then end up, you know, getting pushed back and having to retreat and regroup. And they're trying, you know, like, you know, they're trying to change and come in from the South and the East and, and the Ukrainians keep holding. And so at what point do the actual, soldiers on an individual level, I mean, because you know, there's already been rumors that they're questioning what they're doing and why they're doing it, um, but how much longer do the Russian soldiers hold up, right, continuing to fight this fight on Putin's behalf? 
right? Like, if they're not making the ground that they want to, they're taking all these losses, you know, it's probably been pumped in their head that they are the greatest and best military in the world. I'm sure that's what they're told, right? And then all of a sudden, you're the greatest and best military in the world, and Russia can lie about the numbers that the of casualties that they're taking, but those Russian soldiers are there on the ground. They're seeing their comrades right. die. They're seeing the guys that they trained with or drink with or whatever die on a daily basis. How many of how much of that can they take and withstand in a situation where they told like we're going to sweep in this will all be over in a week and now you're multiple months in. You know, you're right. you're, you're 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 approaching, you know, 80 days of war when you thought you were going to be done in 10. So, I don't know how much longer they can t- and then once you once he starts to lose the faith of the soldiers on the ground and they just sort of abandon ship or, you know, like they just become... I, I, if they do, I mean, that's a tough thing to do because they know they're facing death if they do and get caught. I mean, I, but they're also... I mean, I think that it's going to get to a point where, you know, like they're, they're running out of bodies. You know, I mean, I, I think it's, it's, you know, one way or another you're facing death. You want to die at the hands of a Ukrainian fighting for their life and everything that they believe in or do you want to take your chance? I mean, like, because after a while, I'm sure they're going to look around and be like, well, he can't get us all. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you Steve, know? It's, it's, it's impossible for either of us to put ourselves in the heads yeah, of those and, guys. Yeah, and understand, like, t- so, d- listen, the Russians do have, a, they have plenty more bodies to continue to throw out this for an extended period of time. But you just have to wonder what what the actual timeline is of full-blown, you know, Russian support, mili- you know, Russian military support for Putin and his actions and what he's calling for. Um, you know, how much longer can the oligarchs that are sitting alongside Putin, how much longer are they willing to deal with the sanctions, right? Because Russia is hurting for money, right? Like, I mean, so Russia cut off Poland and I want to say Belarus or another country. They cut them off from natural gas and said, we will give you it, but you have to pay for it in rubles, right? Right. And because like they need money now, Right, and so they're trying to figure out ways to do it. So they're trying to sort of, you know, backdoor extortion right. thing. And I mean, if Poland were smart, they'd be like, you know what? No, we're gonna figure it out. Not only are we gonna figure it out because, you know, fuck you for trying to fuck with us, but like if we don't have to deal with you in the future once this is all over, even better. So screw it. I think you use the right word, the will. The Ukrainian people have the will to survive, the will to defend their homeland. The soldier, you know, Putin might have all the will in the world, but he's back in Moscow. Yep. And it's really easy to be tough right. in Moscow. Right. When I'm on the ground, there's people shooting at me, people who I have no reason. To, I mean, they weren't a threat to me until I got to their place. Right. And how many wars have been difficult for an, a, you know, a more powerful force but trying to occupy? Bitch, look at what we just did in Afghanistan. And Iraq. <laughs> right. And, yes. And, I and mean, Vietnam. Look, and, and look, yes. look at what happened in the Civil War. When the, when the South tried to go north, didn't go well. Right, right. I mean, I mean just so, I, I, you know, I think we're getting to the same point is, like, yes, Russia's still the bully. Um, you know, and you definitely have a bully calling the shots. But, you know, like, you, you're really starting to see, um, you know, weak, weak links in the armor um, of, of the Russian military. And um, the question is, you know, does Vladimir Putin have any just sort of common sense left, right? Or is he just completely off it? Like he just has fallen in this state of madness where it's just, 
you know, I got to conquer it all or nothing sort of deal. Um, and that's scary, right? You push someone like that to the corner and they're going to do whatever they can. Now, what they can do is worth discussing. Right. But, but I mean, desperation honestly, is a bad time. I, I am of uh, my issue with all of this is that there's not a single world leader out there that I feel is willing to at minimum say what needs to be said, right? With, with full intentions of backing it up, right? There's not a single world leader out there that's going to go to Vladimir Putin and say, look, you, you keep fucking around like this and I don't give a fuck about World War III. I'm coming for you. And when I mean coming for you, I'm going to be the one riding the missile into the fucking Kremlin <laughs> so that I am the last thing you see before you Did die. Did you really just go Dr. Strangelove? Yeah, sure, whatever. But you I know mean, what I'm like, about? Yes. Okay. But but yes, that's 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 just, you need someone to say it. And oh, that's too much. That's gonna plunge us into war. Vladimir Putin is going to plunge us into World War Three, one way or another. Now you either let him drag it out. Right, continue to do these atrocities to Ukrainians, and eventually, if you let that continue, he's going to reach into another country. He's going to reach into another country that will be a NATO country because if he, because he I'm he's not there you, now. It's not about sensibilities. It's not about logic. All that like this dude is going. All, he's off his fucking rocker. And once that happens, all the other bullshit is off. So you can either wait for that to happen, and who knows how many people die. Or you just take the fight right to him. I mean, full barrage, we're coming 100% at you. And you're talking NATO. NATO, the United States, everybody. Okay. Everybody. You know, it, it, this is going way back in history, but I, he, I guess there's talk of uh, Russia invading Moldova, which I know about as much about Those Moldova. motherfuckers. Do you know how... I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. Well, but, I have but, no but, but seriously, here, here, here's what this reminded me of. I wish I had one fact about, about Moldova. Moldova. I wish I had just you, one. You're, you don't even know if I said it right, because I don't know if I said it right. <laughs> but but back in the 80s, when we bailed out on Beirut, the first thing that Reagan did was orchestrate a reason for us to go into Grenada. So we had to reflex our muscles to show, yeah, we still got it. You know, we, we got bombed in Beirut with something that... I love when people worship Ronald Reagan as if he was this great, strong leader... What he did in Beirut, what happened in Beirut under his leadership, I should say, was really fucking embarrassing. I mean, we put a whole bunch of Marines in a barracks and basically left them defenseless and someone drove a truck bomb into a hotel and killed like 200 Marines. Mm -hmm. And so he, he, he cut and ran. He's just like, this is, these people are crazy. We're not doing any good here. We really don't have a, a leg to stand on. Pulls everything out. And then suddenly we needed to rescue medical students in Grenada. Hmm. And it was purely a flex. I mean... It doesn't get talked about very much. Um, the last time I heard it was referenced actually was in Wolf of Wall Street when they told uh, um, DiCaprio that you are a Grenada. We cannot lose to you. They chose that fight because it was an island that had a military of eight guys who couldn't outrun me in a three-mile race. <laughs> I can't run three miles. And um, I used to. Um, but... Uh, Seriously, I mean, we just picked on something like, here's an excuse for us to show our military still works. We get to be back at home and go, USA, USA, we rescued 10 medical students, fantastic. It looks to me, I shouldn't say it looks to me, it reminds me of that with him talking about going into Moldova. Like, I can see him claiming victory in Ukraine, claiming that we got the Nazis out, going in, kicking ass in another small country. Right. And I mean, then, and then because, I mean, and now listen, first of all, I mean, 
Ukraine's not a small country. No, right? it's not. So, I mean, well, at all. It's, well, it's, but what was going on in the Middle East was not small either. I mean, right. size-wise, yes. Right. But, but, but I see what you... Uh, Moldova is small and yes. Grenada was small. A, a, okay, a weaker... A weaker a, right. An easy and, win. Yeah, you just and, lost... Alabama just lost to Florida, and now we're playing Middle Tennessee State so we can get a win again. Right. And, you know, Moldova was, at one point in time, part of the Soviet Union. They're in the United Nations, but they're, they're not in NATO. Correct. I, so... You know, I mean, that, that, that would make sense, right? That you go, I mean, in, in part of it. And the other thing, too, is how much of this is it really about, you know, I mean, because the, the politically correct argument here um, is that, you know, uh, Vladimir Putin is doing all this because of the threat of NATO expanding, you right. know, to its borders. So they had to take action to prevent that expansion. Um, which I buy to a degree. I think it's in the mix, but I think there's a huge part of this that's just, you know, Vladimir Putin being a, a nationalistic, imperialistic, narcissistic. I, yeah, narcissistic. I want to put the Soviet Union back together, sure. and I'm going to go take what is and should have always been Mother Russia's. And so he's going to start with Ukraine, go to Moldova. You know, he's going to try to get as many of the small non-NATO countries as he can and then say fuck it now I've got I, I've got the land and control that I need I can go back and I can I'll be able to deal with NATO um, and I'm gonna go start to take back you know Russian country sure. you know what formerly Russian countries into the Soviet Union until someone stops me and in his mind he can't be stopped and and that will engage NATO at that point right. and you hope if that were to happen that everybody puts their fucking big pants big boy pants on and you you do the strategic right. type strikes but you also you literally take out the kremlin that's but, what but, i would do but um i mean their their big win that they thought like you said was going to take a week and we'd roll right over and they'd be greeted as liberators blah 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 and those those words are eerie to me because i remember when they were told to me in 2001 about the invasion of Iraq, well, it was 2003, for the invasion of Iraq. It's like, we'll be greeted as liberators. This will take a week. This war will pay for itself. And it lit the Middle East on fire, cost us trillions of dollars, thousands of American lives, hundreds of thousands of Iraqi lives. This seems eerily familiar. Um, and it, it's, it's different players in the game, but it's the same concept in terms of what the leadership of Russia thought was going to happen. I'm not... I'm not our, well, none of our invasion of Iraq was all that different. It was a past score that we wanted to settle. We did it under false pretenses. And now it caused a you know series of events that we are paying for to this day. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I guess the one, I mean, for us, the one thing, good thing that came out of that was, you know, Saddam Hussein was killed. But... You know, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not sure I quite see the... I see the loose connection that you're making with that. Um, I'm talking more false pretenses. Yeah, and, I get it. I mean, I'm comparing the Ukrainian leadership I, to Saddam. Okay, I, no. I'm not, it's, it wasn't a criticism. I just... That's I, I, I just I, I, what the point that I'm trying to make is that, you know, you, whether you like George Bush or not, all right, he was at least lucid. Like, I'm not 100% sure... Where Vladimir Putin is falling on the sanity scale, okay, right? you know what I mean. Like I, I just just the way he's talking in, in may, unless the translators aren't translating it right. I don't know Russian, so I can't. I don't know what he's actually saying, but it sounds like someone who has lost touch with reality and is is 
living in a literally living in a different world, um, and it's 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 scary, right? I mean, it's one thing for George Bush to lie about why he's going to Iraq because he wants to settle the score for his dad. Okay, fine, uh, and and I don't know. I mean, I'm still I'm still not sure what what the deal. I know that there's a lot there's evidence to support your theory on it, but I think that it's always more complicated than whatever we sure. could possibly know. Oh, right, right. Um, and so, but this doesn't feel like that. This doesn't feel like the U.S. doing something that's calculated, even though it's for shitty reasons. Um, but there's multiple layers to it, and I don't know what they are because secrets and spies and espionage and world affairs. Sure. With Russia, this just feels like, yeah, we're just going to kind of, like, this is what I want to do. More of, a, more of a Hitler thing. I want yeah, this land. I'm taking I'm taking it. It. I agree. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's why... That's we know that's what he's doing, and everyone wants to play nice and wait until he does the thing that triggers the thing that requires us to go in, right? Because and then there's also the fear, like, well, if we go in, then that's going to trigger all these other things, and it's just like, I mean, your your biggest concern is China, right? And maybe maybe North Korea, I guess, right? And then there's a few small like African countries that are right. really annoying, right? Right. Okay, we're gonna do something too. <laughs> Well, no one but, cares. but North Carolina, jeez, North I, Korea, I, very different than North Carolina. Yes, I've been to one. Of, I've lived in one of them, not the other. You can guess which. But North, North Korea has tried to do some saber rattling recently, saying, you know, we're going to trust a bigger nuke and we're going to do this because they're literally getting told you get to sit at the little kids' table now. Right. No You're, one cares. No one cares. Right. You. Who <laughs> are you going to do and to what? You're having you're having a South Park. See? No one cares. Right. <laughs> it's actually. Uh, anyway, so. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, like, so those, those, the, the, the threat of World War III is, like, look, I think you, you have, at some point in time, you have to think that, look, we need to actually stop Russia. Right. We can't let them build momentum and take this, like, we can't wait until they take it to NATO, because by the time they've taken it to NATO, chances are they've gone in and taken over three or four other countries, and maybe Ukraine is still fighting, but Ukraine is no longer... Ukraine can no longer help us, right? I mean, maybe if we can get there and, and they can, you know, do something. But if if Russia is able to get to a point where they're starting to take over other countries, right, that used to be in the Soviet Union, I mean, it's clear what he's trying to do. And at that point, I think you, you, you can, it's, then it's beyond irresponsible to wait until he engages a NATO country. Right. right? And I think that because China is seeing what's happening with Russia in the isolation, like ben, Mark had been said a couple weeks ago, and once he said that, I started to pay attention to Russia's or China's movements and how they were like. You can see exactly what he said, and I think he hit the nose right on the head. I think China has now realized, like, you know what, we're pretty independent, um, but the world depends on us for a lot of stuff. We're hot shit, but then all of a sudden, if the world says, "All right, fuck you," we'll figure it out, like they've done with Russia and oil, and oil being so important, and China's like. We're the only ones even buying oil from them, and we buy a lot of it, and they're 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 hurting. You know, if we're then cut off from all these other things, and then we're forced into this sort of relationship with Russia, where then you know they try to hold the the bag over our head and, and jack prices on oil because they know we need it and they're fucked, then we could get fucked even more. Like there's so many different things where I think China or maybe they can ramp up their production from other places. One thing, but that, I think China. I, what I'm saying is, I think China is less this whole World War Three thing, where there's world annihilation. I think that's less of a reality, and I think really at some point in time, we we are going to have to press into this, and hopefully prove that 
we're a good military. Again. And, and at the very beginning of this, I think we both said something to the effect of the real concern is China. You said it just right now. But we had this concern that if we engage with Russia in any way, that China will back Russia. Yes. And China is backing China. Right. And and you know, we've made multiple references to them just sitting back and China going. China don't do what China gonna well, do, and, and that's and, what's and, best and, for China. And I think seriously, if you got three bad motherfuckers in the ring and two of them are beating the shit out of each other, and the third one you sit back and go, I'll take who's left. Yeah, that's, I don't th- well, that's that's I, not I, what. I, I, no, because we're not in it yet. Yeah, but um, but China, I guess what, what I said very badly is that we, at least I, feared that China was going to back Russia, and they're not. They're doing what's in their best interest. They're not in alliance. They're not allies. They are. China's doing what's best for China, and China also has all of China locked down because of COVID. So I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, you know I don't, oh, I don't know how those done. I'm not wearing a mask anymore. Well, I mean that's China. I know. You know, I mean, and there's arguments to say that what they're doing is is not good. I mean, because the people aren't happy with it, and so I mean they could be facing some pretty serious unrest themselves soon, right? So Where, basically, the whole world's on fire. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, dude, in all seriousness, it feels that way. It feels like domestically, everyone's at each other's throats. Internationally, we've got wars in most of the Middle East, now in Russia and Ukraine, China doing China stuff, North Korea threatening to do something to make them relevant again. North Korea is just doing what North Korea always does, to be fair. Yeah. At times, they felt way more relevant, though. And I think that's a lot of the motivation for, for Pyongyang is that, Wait a minute, we do bad stuff and you used to get mad and we got Trump to come out here and talk to us and now you don't give a shit. I mean, it was kind of like before Trump, we were just like, they're shooting missiles again, do we care? No, right? Trump, it was a big deal. I'm going to get him to stop shooting the missiles and we're going to meet and shake hands and bump dicks and everything else and, well, okay, fine. And then what happened? Nothing, right? Like they did what North Korea does, which is, you know, dig around like they want to do. And two, so, two fat and, guys with bad haircuts got right. some photo ops, and now and now we're back to, you know, like North Korea. Like I would even call it. They don't even have a full saber, right? Like they've got they've got like a they're little dagger rattling, right? Like dagger, 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 butter knife rattling. I'm gonna poke the shit out of you, <laughs> right? I mean, it's, and they got they have you know some dangerous weapons, but at the same time, it's just like. Who are you going to do it again? Right. Who, who, what are you going to do to who? Right. And what are you going to gain from is it? it? Is it worth wiping out that little island there, buddy? Uh, uh, <laughs> um. Anyway. All right, yes. So, but domestically, things aren't great. Like, I've heard, anecdotally, I've heard so much nonsense lately. I won't even get into the bar shit because there's grown-up shit to talk about. But life on the street is just weird right now. There's so many people talking about how the country's being stolen from us and blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's also and, part, of the, part of where you, you know, hang out. It's part of the issue. So You know what? I don't know that it is. I'll bet the same thing is getting said in... At the Ruth Chris as the place I'm hanging it's, out, which is not, not. I, I would bet it, it is. is not. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go to Ruth's Chris and find out. Okay. I'll show you. Okay. Um, Jan 6. But January 6th, so Brian Ulrich uh, was, has pled guilty to seditious conspiracy and uh, obstruction of, of an official proceeding. Right now, the obstruction, okay, fine, whatever. But, I mean, he pled guilty to seditious conspiracy, which uh, is... Up to 20 years in prison and a fine. Um, he did not fight it. Uh, this not this didn't come at trial. He pled guilty, so this is a plea agreement. Um, so chances are, whatever his sentencing is going to be isn't going to be 20 years, but you know maybe 10. Um, but I just think it's interesting. Like he pled guilty 
to seditious conspiracy. Meaning they looked at it and was just like, yeah, if you take this to trial, like there's no, you know, you don't have a chance at winning. Um, which seems to just completely go against what the, the people who downplay January 6th, right? Um, you know, the Marjorie Taylor Greens and all that other stuff. Because, But now what's starting to happen is that a lot of this is coming home to roost because we've got videotapes of, of uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy saying that he wants to tell Trump that he should probably resign um, and that, you know, like... Even though the impeachment stuff may die down, like this is a bad look for you and you're a problem here. And, you know, Kevin McCarthy, like, and, and most of the Republicans, including Mitch McConnell and a number of other people, recognized how bad January 6th was, day of when it was happening in real time, up to, you know, two or three weeks after, because we're having a number of recordings that are being released of actual conversations, right? Like, we're, we're, it's not being reported, it's not coming, like, we're hearing the voice of a Kevin McCarthy. We're hearing the voice of, you know, a, a Liz Cheney say, hey, you know, like, this is really bad. And Kevin McCarthy agreeing, saying this is awful. This is, you know what I mean? Like, he's not going to, he shouldn't survive this. He can't survive this. And the things that Republicans are saying behind closed doors. Now, the problem is, is that the people who need to hear this are not listening and they're not right. going to hear it. And if they do hear it, they're not going to believe it and they will make excuses for it, right? But this does confirm what, Anyone with common sense and, 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 and uh, uh, two eyes and a brain recognize was that there in in because my theory with January sixth is that there's it's two elements right you have the mob right that ends up rushing the actual building and then you have um, you know the political actors in their role right like so what I believe happened was yes. Trump and Marjorie Taylor Greene and all of those people used inflammatory language. And the whole point was that they wanted people to come and protest and make a big scene. And hopefully they would make, you know, th there'd be so many people and so much protesting that, you know, congressmen wouldn't be able to get into the building. They couldn't certify the vote. And then, you know, there would be this big meeting and somehow Trump would come out president. I don't believe that Trump and Marjorie Taylor Greene we're sitting in rooms with the Oath Keeper saying, okay, we're going to breach the building. We're going to, you know, drag out Mike Pence and kill him. And we're going to, you know, try to kill Nancy Pelosi or whatever. I don't believe that that happened. But I do believe that Marjorie Taylor Greene and Donald Trump and, you know, other, you know, Matt Gates and people like that, their whole intent was to create some, an environment that was so disruptive that it was going to stop the certification of the election. Well, some of them said we need to declare martial law, and it felt like they were trying to create chaos enough where yes. that would happen. And then it's okay, we need to put off this election thing, and then yes. they could try to spin it into. But and again, I mean, you're talking about you know coming up with an idea or conspiring to stop the peaceful transfer right. of power. Absolutely. Um, in a democratically won election, right? Like so. Marjorie Taylor Greene said that under oath in her yes. hearing. Right. I mean, like, so all this stuff is starting to come to light, you know, confirming and what's frustrating are the number of people who this is not an aha moment for. And it should be right. Like, it's just like, OK, even though the evidence has been right in front of your eyes the entire time, you know, now you're literally getting, you know, f like first person knowledge of 
the fact that you were being duped, that they were full of shit, that they were doing things, you know, contradictory to the U.S. Constitution, to what a democracy is, to what a republic is, right? Like, for a lot of people that, you know, it's amazing that the light bulb hasn't popped on yet, but there are a lot of people who, should, who when they're putting all this together, should be like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Right, and there's not nearly they enough. They should be, but right, they're not. And there's not nearly enough where that is the reality. There's not nearly enough people where they are hearing this and you know just being like, "Oh my God, I can't believe that I, I was a part of that." Um, unless they were actually there on January sixth, right? And they're <laughs> and they're and they're facing jail time. Yeah. And every single one of those motherfuckers are just like, "You know what? I was an idiot, and I will be thinking about not being an idiot anymore." If you can keep me out of jail, you say for ten years and five with good behavior. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, so it's just it's and it's sad. Um, it, it, it is sad, but it's more terrifying to me that there are educated professional people. I mean, the nitwits that I said with at the bars, I'm not going to defend their political acumen. Some of them may listen to the show. Oh well, I said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to say I'm sorry. I'm not sorry that I said it. I'm sorry that Stop. it's true. Anyway, and, um, but. Yeah, the, the exposure to the reality is something that educated professionals who choose to live in their uh, echo chamber, bubble, yep. whatever you want to say it, they're not budged at all. Yep. And I think when it comes time to run against them in 2022, you need to be running these ads on Fox. You need to be running these ads on OAN. And listen to Kevin McCarthy say, I never told the president to resign, and then play the tape of, yeah. the president needs to resign. You need to put the... And, there is still way too big a, f a fraction of this crowd that will continue to deny reality. Oh yeah, even, even when if you slap put it in the face, right? Even when you put it in the face, that's fake news. But you still have you still have to do exactly what you said. You have to put it everywhere, um, right in the face of these people. You don't so, need it on MSNBC. You don't no, need it on exactly. CNN. You need it in right. their face where right. they run to hide. You need to shine a light. And you're not gonna. You're a majority of them. You won't get, but. At the end of the day, you need to be able to pull people enough. in the middle. Enough. You need to pull enough so that you can win these. You can start to hopefully have a chance at winning an election um, to make sure that these people don't get control, right? I mean, it's just it, that that's ultimately what it comes down to, right? Like sure. no, now we're no, we're no longer concerned about actual policy, right? <laughs> now it's not now like the, like all the, the gloves are off, the blinders are off. Everybody's reading the same sign. This is about power and control of the country. You know, if you get enough Democrats that have, if, if Democrats can have control of the House, they can have control of the Senate, and they're in the presidency, and they've got enough control, they've got enough numbers to where they can actually start to think about policy, okay, right? But if you don't win with a broad enough margin at this point, right, you see, like, what has Joe Biden actually been able to do since he's been pre president, right? And I, a lot of people want to blame him, and he's old, and elder abuse, and blah, 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 blah. Okay, fine. But the reality is... Is that no? He, he should he be using executive privilege and his executive powers more? Maybe in some areas, right? Like maybe, um, but understand that if it's just an executive power, if one president does it, another president can undo it, right? Right. And Joe Biden. Oh, is we all, we saw that, didn't right. we? Right. I mean, we I saw. Mean, I mean, like may, Trump's main thing was Obama like, to Trump. I undo what you did. Right. Not like no background, no analysis. Just Obama did it. I'm undoing it. That was literally Trump's whole process for being president. Um, and in this particular instance, you get a Republican in after Joe Biden because, I mean, I think we all at this point expect Joe Biden to lose. Um, I don't expect him to run again. I don't know. I, don't, I hope he doesn't, but he may. Um, he would be 82, by the way, if he yeah. ran again. And I, you know, I mean, I think, 
unfortunately, Joe Biden doesn't have the that humility, right, that he pretends to, that he talks about he has all the time. Because if he did, he would know that he the best thing for the country is for him not to run. But anyway, right. um, I think uh, I don't know. I, I, I lost my point, but. So when we're, when we're seeing something like this, right, where a guy says, I am guilty of seditious conspiracy, you know, of trying to basically overthrow the government and I am willing to go to jail rather than face a trial because I know there's no way I could win at that trial. Um, and you still don't have people that are flipping the right switch. Like, it's just, it's a bad sign. Um, you know, and, sure. and, and but, moving but on like to, you said, they're not hearing it. Right, but going on to the leadership... Um, you've got Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, um, you know, got into an altercation uh, in person that had to be broken up by another Republican member of Congress. And a lot of it, apparently that altercation was around the fact that Marjorie Taylor Greene had gone to basically a white nationalist event. Um, you know, I think we talked about it a little bit. Uh, right. She you know, not down to in know Florida. And, and she, you know, she, she didn't know and didn't remember like she, you know, what she said on the stand, which seems to be a common thing for her. So I have to worry about her memory and her capacity, um, you know, as a congressional leader, since she can never remember anything that she did and she didn't know what she did in the past. Um, but, you know, B Lauren Boebert, oddly enough, like chastises Marjorie Taylor Greene for going to this thing, which it seems like it'd be right up uh, uh, Boebert's Boebert alley. alley. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, I think maybe Lauren Boebert may have a, apparently a slightly, a little bit more sense than Marjorie Taylor Greene does, right? Recognizing that, yeah, maybe we're racist, but when we do things that are blatantly racist, it makes it hard for us to argue we're not racist. And if we just come out and flat out say that we're racist, well, that will hurt us in elections. So maybe calm it down is what Lauren Boebert is saying to Marjorie Taylor Greene and they actually get into it, right? Well, it's a guilt by association thing too, right? Because... Gates, Green, and Bobert kind of all get put in the same category of idiot, idiot, loudmouth, celebrity wannabe Congress people yeah. who don't belong there intellectually or educationally or experience wise, but they're the three most prominent names. Yeah, in, I, well, to be fair, but I mean, I guess you, at some point you have to argue, okay, what, what are we saying the requirements are to be congressmen? Right. I was saying requirements as in qualifications. Or if I said requirements, then. Or qualification. I mean, technically, Matt Gates is qualified. Legally. Technically. But all right, competencies is what I'm going at. I, the whole point, though, is that with those three, they, if it walks like a duck, it quacks like a duck, then it's a fucking duck, right? And they all act the same. They all, you know, you can, you know what Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, and Lauren Boebert's reactions are going to be to any sort of issue that comes out. Sure. If it relates to abortion, you know what they're all going to say. It's going to be something about the church and killing babies. If it's something to do with black people, then they're going to talk about reverse racism and Black Lives Matter and Antifa, and they're going to point to, you know, gun violence in Chicago, right? If it's, if it's you know, whatever the issue is, like if, if it's... Communi we're turning communist, right. we're going to take away our guns. Yes, very, you know, very predictable. Anti-gay, anti-all that stuff. Okay. But they all do it, and they all do it in the same way. Right, like I mean, you can take a quote and you get a, you can attribute it to any of the three of them, and I promise you, they've all said something really similar. And yet, Lauren Boebert doesn't like being compared to Marjorie Taylor Greene and gets upset about it, which you, I find fascinating. Well, here's the thing: I actually can, I think, relate to that because, you <laughs> as you know, I drove for Lyft for a long time. Mm -hmm. As you know, I drink too much, mm -hmm. and I would be stone sober driving for Lyft and see these stumbling, slurring morons get into my vehicle 
and just be like, oh, fuck. And then know I've been that guy. Now, the difference is they don't make that connection that I've been that guy, mm. but that's what it is. They're, they're seeing themselves shown in a mirror and just going, ugh. Well, I think Lauren Boebert is like, doing Lauren Boebert is doing that. Mar- exactly. Marjorie Taylor Greene is somewhere else. Like, well, she's I don't know what her. She's trying to defend her right to run for re-election. I mean, she's 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 in trouble. I think I, she's definitely in trouble, especially with some of the you know some some of her one more of her past tweets coming out, you know, being brought back to life, and then you know even her own text messages and her own words, you know, and recorded phone calls and things like that. Like she. Um, because, like, you know, they did this with Madison Cawthorn as well in North Carolina, and he was able to skirt around it on a, on a technical issue on who was able to bring the case. Um, but, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, not that sharp, right? You know, I'm Fair. sure. And I think Marjorie, I, I'm willing to bet that this is, a, again, a narcissism thing where Marjorie Taylor Greene assumed that she was, get, like, she didn't need to prepare for this and that she was just going to skate through it because she's who she is and, you know, the judge was on her side. The judge was a Trump appointee, I believe. Re- yeah. I mean, so there's just like, this is, like, I'm not even, like, I'm only going to have a lawyer because I need one, so she probably picked one who was cute. And then, um, you know, these people came prepared, right, <laughs> with all the receipts, right? She has no defense, and so I think you're right. I think she's in real trouble. Um, but I don't think that she knows that. I think that she thinks she's going to be just fine. Well, and I, I think something you said triggers that or reverses that, and that she initially was talking big and trying to get the sound bites and then realized, oh shit, and then couldn't remember what day of the week it was. She went well, from yeah, big but, bad to yeah, I don't that's, recall. That's I don't not recall. A, that's, not a, that's, that's a legal thing where you finally your lawyer says, if you don't shut the fuck up, not only might you not get to run again, right. you might go to jail. But my point is, like, whenever you go into a case, whenever you go to a trial, you have a strategy, you have a plan. It's just like a game, right? Like you've got a sure. game plan. Um, and yes, game plans get blown up all the time, but in a trial, like you go in and just like, listen, we anticipate that the, these are the questions that they're going to ask. We anticipate that this is the route that they're going to try to take people. And so you have means and methods in place, especially if you're putting a witness on the stand like Marjorie Taylor Greene, so that she knows what to say and she knows how to react and she knows even how to, like, her body con- right, sure, position language, yep. and body language and everything. Right, they didn't. It's obvious they didn't do any of that. Okay, but again, you're presuming competence, and you just said no, 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 she no, no, chose no. her lawyer based on. I what, understand okay. that, but what I'm saying is, she didn't do any of that. So she realizes once okay. she's once she's already half, you know, once she's already in the river that you know, like it's it's there's going a hole, down. There's the hole of the boat. And we're right, spinning in the exactly, and, and and the waterfall is coming, and so you know, just. Flapping your arms like an idiot isn't necessarily mean that, you know, like you, you've got a plan here. Right? Have you it's, ever been in a canoe in perilous water? Nigga, I've never been in a fucking canoe. Okay, what the fuck I've is been wrong a, with you? I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been in a canoe a bunch of times. My dad owned this old rickety canoe. Get that cracker shit yeah, out of here. It is, it is very cracker shit. And my dad's canoe was older than me. <laughs> it's a family story. Some of it's some some of it's funny. Some of it's a bit sad for me. But I've been in situations like. Oh shit! I know what happens in a hundred yards, and I don't have control of this. And literally had to like paddle straight for the shore and just ditch this thing on land because if we didn't do that, and I think uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene may hit that moment. I didn't have to be smart to realize, oh shit, um, and I think she might have that kicking in. And then we got to talk about Madison Cawthorn for a bit because that guy has gone from 
uh, cross-dressing goofball to now bringing a gun through airport security, which apparently he's done on he's other done occasions. Right. But I this this almost feels staged to me. This almost feels like let's talk about something else that I've done wrong because me having my gun is a whole lot better than me in a bustier. Uh, I don't. You you're gonna stick with he's just dumb. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I mean. I, I think he would much rather defend himself for forgetting I mean, where he put get, his gun. I mean, he's going to get a $10,000 fine for this. I don't. You don't think he'd pay ten grand to have people stop talking about him wearing women's, women's clothing? I, I don't think people have really stopped talking about that. You know, I, whether they well, do I know or don't. They, well, do, I know that they haven't in but D.C. Do you think he no, is desperate I, I for that? No, I think this okay. is you going down a weird rabbit hole. I, I, All right, I, yeah. I think, I mean, like, he's got a track record for doing it in the past. Um, he's facing a real penalty, even though it's not, you know, him going to jail. Um, I, I I understand, you know, any news is, is good news and uh, any news that isn't me in women's clothing when I'm an anti-gay, anti. I don't. I I, I, I don't. We can, we can I, I disagree. Don't see it. We can um, disagree. Yeah, I I, I, just, I I don't see it. You you don't think if he had the choice of they're going to talk about me in the news, it's either going to be me with a bra on or me with. A nine millimeter in my bag. You don't think you'd rather have him talking about the nine millimeter in the bag? No, because it, there's so many other ways that he could fucking cause a distraction other than taking a gun to an airport. All right. Well, maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like I, he could he could come out and say something anti-gay. Like there, there's there's ways you could do that and be literally just as ridiculous that don't incur criminal penalty. Like that's a reality we, that he's we, facing, and he's not like in and he's not in a favorable spotlight so it's not like a judge is gonna like you put yourself at risk oh. of being made an example of um and but if the max penalty is 10 grand i don't, I don't the, know you can go to jail just no one ever does but if you're okay. gonna be indignant about it like you leave like you it's is the judge gonna throw him in jail 99 percent sure they're probably not but if he doesn't play his cards right and you get the wrong judge like maybe you get a judge who trump didn't appoint maybe you get a judge who is anti-gun Maybe you end up finding your ass in your wheelchair in fucking jail, right? Like that—that that is a whole hell of a lot of, to risk because you don't want the photos of you dressing up like, you know, fucking RuPaul coming out. Like, there's just other ways you could do it that don't risk you going to jail as a congressman. Okay, but there's also things you can do to increase your chance of getting reelected, and. But me, and my could, like, me and my guns versus... But don't he forget, I'm anti-gay. Go, if if he, he goes anti-gay, they're going to go, you know, you look great in that... Uh, okay, but fine, Jim. Like, he can still be 100%. He can go wheel himself up on top of a fucking mountain and go... He can go get in a helicopter and shoot... Uh, 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 shoot pigs out of a helicopter. Shoot pigs out, out, out of a helicopter. Yeah, right. Have the new... Like, there's so many ways he could... I mean, what if Ted, Ted Cruz just picked up a, 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 an AR-15... And rat bacon, she like shot it, wrapped bacon around it, and ate the bacon off the barrel, right? And we talked that about recent? that for a week. No, that okay. was that okay. was that was, was, that was during the that okay. was during the uh, his campaign. I, I had forgotten about that. <laughs> a douche. But I mean, like, there's there's plenty <laughs> of ways to cause a distraction that that don't incur that type of penalty, and there's no value because even even the gun community looks at that and says you're a fucking moron. But the, the gun community is not just like applauding him, like yay, constitution, like. Everybody, anyone who knows dick about guns, like in, in, like actually knows anything about guns, knows that there are very strict rules about taking your weapons on a plane, and no one even dare, like no one, like no legit, like whether you're talking about Colin Noir, Colin Noir 
teamed up with a company called Vault Tech, and he makes uh, he made sure that it was FAA compliant so that he could travel with his gun. So do you think a guy like that, who like their main purpose is like, listen, in order to get the Second Amendment protected, we need to make sure that we're being smart and intelligent about our arguments. And so gun safety is really important. Everyone knows why guns are bad on a plane, right? We all know why guns are probably bad on a plane, right? Movies probably don't help. Right? I, I think you are giving Madison Cawthorn voters way too much credit. No, when if they're like, wait, I, I, again, my opinion, I think you're giving them way too I much credit. I spend a lot more time, like, I know that you went to the NRA gun shows in the fucking early yeah. 2000s. That was two decades ago. Okay. Right? I've been and to them so, in the last, I've been about six years. Okay. So, but I literally interact with these people every day. Every day on social media, every day in my day to day. Like, some of my closest friends are avid gun nuts from ohio okay like so country white boy like that i interact with every day at the gym and other places and i am telling you that no one is looking at this and applauding madison cawthorn like he's a hero i'm not, not saying they're applauding him like he's a hero I'm it's saying, not doing like it i'm saying i'm saying he wants anything other than those pictures to be the topic that that's just it's not that's not right, like he he may be a dipshit but from a political strategy standpoint like they're not that fucking stupid uh, okay. All right. I mean, this is right. you wanting them to be really dumb, like, but that's oh, they delivered on that plan. Listen, it, they have, but what you're saying just to, like even for right. them doesn't track. All right, you're we we, we can just dis, we can disagree. I guess we need to uh, talk about other issues. Most the one that has been getting a lot of attention that I really want to talk about is Elon Musk buying Twitter. Yep. I have very strong opinions on this, but you. Use Twitter way more than me. You pretty right. much run our Twitter account. I mean, yes. I have a I had side account. <laughs> now you're being a dick. I don't know I why. Uh, no. All right, I would say we made an agreement. If that's how you're viewing it, we can. Uh, well, I still have okay. access, bitch. Uh, and I can undo that. Okay, <laughs> but with Musk buying Twitter, I was wrong. I thought he was full of shit. Right? I thought he was doing it just because he's Elon Musk and likes to saber rattle and and be the annoying kid in class. He much to my surprise, actually went through with it, you know, $47 billion. $46 billion to buy it. Um, you know, I think $68 per share, which was, I want to say $14, $15 more per share. I think that's right. I think than it was 54 what, to 68 Yeah. Um, than what the actual price was. And so he, he, go, he pulls it. Now, the deal's got plenty of iterations to go through before it's actually final. Um, but... You know, the board agrees to it, and, you know, all that talk about the poison pill and everything else, somehow they come to an agreement. Um, and, and you know, so me openly acknowledging I was 100% wrong about this and, you know, it went a completely different direction. Um, but what's been the most interesting thing to watch is the progressive left reaction to this. Like, they've just completely lost their minds, and it's, you know, it's the same people that were going to move to Canada when Trump was president. It was the same people who were going to cancel Spotify because of something with Joe, anything with Joe Rogan, right? Who did not move to Canada and did not cancel Spotify, um, are now the same people saying that they're going to leave Twitter and they're all going to go to whatever new social media thing. And they're all saying it on Twitter. Right. right? Um, and talking about, well, you know, Elon Musk is just a far right white supremacist, racist, all these other things. Um, and look, I think that there's plenty out there to say that Elon Musk is a garbage human with the way he treats his employees, um, you know, some of his personal interactions with people, you know, the stories that are out there that he hasn't refuted. Um, 
in any stretch of the of the imagination and some of the firsthand accounts, like it's it's easy to root against the guy. Um, I think that this whole thing, though, with with people on the left losing their shit the way they are, goes back to these people just don't know how to fucking fight. They they absolutely don't. I have no faith. Like you were talking earlier, that they need to run those commercials of Republicans contradicting themselves, con- like their right. words against them, and running those ads on Fox News, OAN, Newsmax. All like that should be the strategy starting now. Right, yeah. like you should just do flood it, just throw so much money at Fox that they got to take it. OAN, they got you know OAN and Newsmax, they need every penny that they can get, so they can't even fucking turn you down, right? Like so, you put it on every commercial, you put it on pop ups and everything on their websites and the whole thing. That's 100%. what should happen. You know what's going to happen? Not that because that's <laughs> Democrats don't know how to fight. Democrats, they, they, they progressives, to, y'all don't they, know how to fight. Y'all a bunch of soft bitches. They know how to huddle up, find people. Like, I'll criticize the right-wing echo chamber day in, day out. Yeah. The left-wing echo chamber is different. There's about just 42 of them, which exactly, is part of the exactly, problem. That, that is a huge part of the problem. Right? They sit there and say, you know, all right. We are. And then they fight uh, each other. Yes. They fight. They, like, they, yeah, I mean, like, I've stayed out of this. What you said is, uh, I, uh, for, for the first time on the show, we're 100% in agreement that... I'm watching this shit going on on Facebook and friends I genuinely like. Good people. I like them a lot. And they're, well, if Elon Musk is buying this, it's terrible. It's going to, it's getting shit all. And I've totally disengaged because I'm not going to jump in on that. I'm not, because I got, I'm not going to jump in on that because I will get shouted down, gain no, get no value out of it. No one will say, you know, that's a solid point. There's, there's one or two people in this group that actually would, but they would DM me. They would step out of the, of the public eye and say, you know, here's why I disagree with you. And we, out of the 50 people that would tell me that I'm alt-right, if you could try to paint me as alt-right, good fucking luck. But people would do it. Yeah. Because I will absolutely. say this. Elon Musk bought a company. That company does a thing. If you don't want to use that thing, don't. The, the, whole, thing, the whole thing that made Twitter so political about, or not, well, it's been political all the time, but the whole thing about Twitter was, when they started shutting people down for saying things that were considered un, unacceptable, yeah. like the the best possible examples are the the coronavirus might have come from a lab. Mm-hmm. It might have. Yeah. I, I would if I was going to bet, I would say it did. But Twitter was literally kicking people off for saying that is possible. Huge failing by Twitter. Yes. And Elon 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 Musk is being tied to. He's just doing this so he can bring Trump back. Trump is kind of getting fucked by this because Trump wanted to bring truth social or whatever the fuck into the game and wanted to have his own thing. That's fucked now. Yeah. No one's going to go to truth social with Trump and Trump is saying, I'm not coming back to Twitter. He's not coming back to Twitter. Well, what's funny what... is that Trump actually like got back on truth social and apparently was off truth social. And so like, and I just read it this week <laughs> and I'm happen? like, wait a minute, how the fuck do you, it, how are you, <laughs> how do you get off of truth social when it's your fucking social media Because company? no one gives a shit about it. <laughs> but it's just weird that like, he he's had to, literally yelling into the void. Well, he had to announce that he was back on it and he said, I'm back on truth social, Cafe, you know, that weird Yo, tweet. Yeah, he fucked up saying his own, his, well, it's not his, let's face it, it's whoever he's getting to put his name on, stamp his oh, name yeah, on yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's just, it's so weird. Um, that that particular aspect of it, but again, I mean, I think you're right in that. Like, look, you know, people want to, you know, just like, well, I don't want to, you know, I don't like. It, the more people that use Twitter, 
especially when Elon Musk owns it, then that means Elon Musk gets richer, so they don't want to use it because they don't want to enrich Elon Musk because he you know, shut okay. down Elon Musk. Well, but okay. here's the thing. It's just like, all right, so you're really just saying that. I mean, like you can like if we go through and we look at every CEO who owns all the things <laughs> that you that you pot, buy, interact with, and all that other shit every day. I mean, come on. Like, I mean, most of these people are scumbags, right? I mean, like, let's just be honest. There's a few good ones out there, but for the most part. Are, 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 you know what? Are there? I mean, let's go uh, with Bezos, Zuckerberg, um, now Musk, but formerly Dorsey. I mean, you know, and actually, there's things I like about all those guys. There's things yeah, I there's, don't like. I, I mean, like, at the end of the day, I think you can, like, there's good. No one's perfect, including the people that are making all this ruckus about how they hate Elon Musk. Like, if I go through and I look at every aspect of your life, I'm going to find some absolute dog shit, right? Every single, there's not a single one of you out there where if I, if I run a fine-tooth comb over it, I'm going to find some dog shit about who you are as a human. I don't know what you're right? talking about, well, Steve. I'm not, even, I'm, <laughs> you, I'm not even bringing you into this. I'm just saying, any like, like there's something about you right, that is categorically awful, right, even if they're sure. your private thoughts, right, and I'm saying just open up the whole book where I've got access to your brain, I've got access to your past, I've got access to the things that you've hid, right, like every single one of us are absolutely fucked in the head, all right, so this whole thing that we do, and it's just like, oh, well, he's going to allow these people back on, blah, 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 I'm like, look, maybe he does, and at the end of the day, like, is that dangerous? Look, I can't, this whole thing where people were mad at Joe Rogan or people were mad at other people on Twitter. Right. Oh, they're putting out bad information. I'm like, look, if you are so fucking stupid that you're going to take your health information from a fucking shitty comic who He's does, a shut up, a, a shitty comic. comic who does UFC comic. fights right, and, well. and, and did a show where he got people to eat fucking bugs. If that's the person that you're going to take your medical advice from and you fucking die, then f that's fucking Darwinism. <laughs> Okay? Like, I'm sorry, I can't fucking help you, right? And then here's the other thing. If your fucking vaccine works and these masks work, then why the fuck do you care, right? Put your mask on, take your vaccine, and don't worry about the dipshits who are getting medical advice from Joe goddamn Rogan. Period. Right? And I'm sorry, it's just like, oh, well, everybody's got to help each other. Well, we don't live in that society. Clearly, we, do we don't give a fuck about each other. That's, that's I didn't need clear. COVID to tell me that, right? People have been killing black people in the hood and white people didn't give a fuck for five, for 300 fucking years. So pardon me if I don't think we live in a society where we give a rat's ass about each other. So take your goddamn vaccine, put your mask on, wear it to the end of time for all I give a fuck. All right? But this whole idea that, well, I got to stop Joe Rogan from saying this because these people are actually going to believe it. Well, then go ahead. Let them. Right? Because we don't need those dipshits anymore. Let them wipe themselves out. Why the fuck do we care? I forget what I was going to say in response. I don't know if it was to defend Elon Musk or Joe Rogan. But painting either of them as alt-right is just silly. I mean, Joe Rogan... I mean, is, Joe Rogan is starting to push a little bit the other direction because, again, he's mad because people... He's been people, attacked. He's been, he's attacked. been attacked. Right, and it's just like, dude... Come but, he's not, but he's not gone the full, like, I'm going to flip sides. He's not gone Tulsi Gabbard. No, he, has, he hasn't done that. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't done... Like, he, right, he hasn't gone Tulsi Gabbard or Mike Wood, both people that have been on his show, um, and both people right. that have completely, you know, flipped. And, and you know, came Mike, off, and, at times, as very sincere, sane, logical people, then they got... Dis dissed and we're gonna right and they threw their temper tantrum yep. but I mean this is I mean this is what I mean this is the thing right I mean it's just like oh well you, you're you're gonna rub me the wrong right. way then I'm gonna just I'm yeah. gonna kick your, your and, eyes and, and say and, the and, opposite of and, everything and, and yeah. you're right at pointing your finger at the left just 
temper tantrum. I must never listen to anything you said. I'm going to look at what you said 20 years ago. And if it bothers me yeah. now, I'm... And, and that mentality, and I, I mean, I call myself a progressive and I stand by that, but I've got plenty of friends who would call themselves the same thing. And again, I stopped trying to argue with them because it's so fucking annoying. Yeah. I mean, and that's why a while back I was just like, look, I, I, I fuck these labels of right. conservative, progressive, liberal, libertarian, all that. I love sure. that people call themselves libertarians, right? It's just so fucking out. Well, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not conservative so, let, let's, let's talk about Let's talk about our buddy... Um, uh, Whiskey Ben. No, that's the, he, I mean, he's legit. He's a legit Ben's libertarian. Legit, but, he's I mean, a legit most libertarian. People aren't. No, most people are. Most there's, people. There's, most people call themselves Bill, libertarians. Bill Maher are, is a perfect example. He calls right. himself a libertarian, right. and he donated a million dollars to Obama, which I was happy and did it. Well, he's but, not. He's not even like. You're not anything. You're just rich, Bill. Right. You're just. You're just a rich, pompous ass who likes to hear himself talk. You're not anything political. No one cares. He's had a show for a long time. Okay, right. but I mean, uh, yes, exactly. Like he doesn't like his politics are based around what are they really based around, right? Like I, I Bill, I, I mean, if he, if he was such the, if he was such this great progressive, like he would he's, do something he, worth he, a shit. He's that, that, he's an elitist. I mean, we've talked right. ten times about maybe twenty times about he's at parties with Steve Bannon. If he and Trump did, he and Trump have probably been at parties together. Yes. They probably didn't talk very much, right. but but. Th that group, that elite group, hangs out and literally sure laughs a, at us. Yeah, I mean, exactly, right? Like, I mean, you're just like you're just rich, right? Like, I don't care about your politics because I, at the end of the day, when your solution is, uh, let's just let the economy tank until we get the guy in that we want, it's just like, uh, excuse me. Which, by the way, is what Republicans are doing right now. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like I, so. I don't, like when it comes to a, a Joe Rogan or whatever. You know, we again, we we idolize these people so much, and we fanboy them, and it's just like everything they do. And like, listen, they've done some great things, right? Like, I've you know was giving Joe Rogan a hard time, but like, I actually remember a show that he was like one of the first times when he came on the scene, which is a show called News Radio uh, with sure. Phil Hartman, which sure. is actually a really funny show, and his character was pretty funny. And then after that, he went on to do the 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 show. Yeah, uh, well, Dick's uh, Fear Factor. Yeah, Fear Factor. By and the all way, other he stuff. talks about how much he hated that, but they just kept showing. Yeah, like, they, they kept throwing money at me. He's like. I can't turn this down. Yeah, no, make me twenty I mean, million a year so, to but get like, people to eat animal dicks. Eat animal right. dicks. I don't mind Joe Rogan. Um, I don't listen I to his. I remain a fan. I don't listen to his podcast regularly. It's just it's it's so long. I can't do it. But I've listened like I've listened to him enough to where I like him. I don't think he's that great of a comic, but I don't know. Maybe my standards are high. I guess I don't know. But maybe you're again, suck. again, he. I mean, Spotify gave him what a hundred, two hundred million dollars, yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like he was broke before. Like I just. When people are that wealthy, it's hard for me. Like, I'm not going to idolize them, right? Fair. The only thing I'll say about him compared to some of the other guys is he did not get born on third base. Okay. I mean, I mean because Bill Meyer was not rich at birth, but he was very well-to-do. Elon Musk, Donald Trump, George Bush, rich the day they woke. The, the first time they opened their uh, eyes, they were rich. Hey, but Michael wealthy. Bloomberg wasn't rich at all. Okay, and I didn't bring him up, but, but no, but, but well, I'm so but I'm I'm because he's richer than all of them. He's maybe well, not all. I mean, obviously not the most But, yeah, he's but yeah. I mean, like, like everybody, everybody else, else, I said absolutely right. I mean, he could I mean, take Bill Maher's money, Trump's money, and Joe Rogan's money, and Joe Rogan's money, and fight it in his couch cushions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I mean, Bloomberg is sixty-three million or billion, billion, uh, yeah, um, and he's a he's a self-made person. Yeah. But still, complete insane rich person, and also right, a complete 
But it's just, just a, a complete, right, like I mean, like so it doesn't matter. Like I don't care right. where you started. Like once you get to the <laughs> upper echelons of elitism. Whether you like even the people who pull themselves by the bootstraps and become these billionaires, they still lose touch with reality. They lose right? touch with reality. But Oprah they, doesn't like. Is I, Oprah is the most of the passionate and the greatest and the giver. She's not in touch with reality. I'm sorry. I'm not going to take my 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 political <laughs> lessons from Oprah. Oprah literally has flowers flown in from all over the world every day because that's just what she wants. Right, like Oprah was. Oprah went to the bank for the first time in twenty years to deposit <laughs> a two million dollar check, right? Just because she and wanted. She probably to be, felt put out. Just she just got to go all no, the way no, to no, the no. bank. No, 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 no. She oh, wanted oh. to do it because she hadn't been to a bank in so long. She had a check and said, "No, no, no. I'm gonna go in and cash or deposit this myself." And she said it was such a fun experience going to the bank and waiting in line and blah 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 blah. And then she was talking to Ellen DeGeneres when she said it. <laughs> And Ellen DeGeneres was like, you actually went into the bank? And she's like, yes, oh girl, it was exhilarating. Yes. Oh, my God. That was, was this a, recent? This was recent. This oh, was like sake. a month ago. Oh, my God. That's All what right, we're dude, dealing with. I, I, I need to change subjects. we got to wrap this up fairly soon. Um, oh, my God. Right? Like, it was so cool. I got to be around normal people and right. do what normal people do, like deposit $2 million checks. Right. And she's like, I had to remember how to do it. Like, And then the funny part about it was oh, God. when the story started, it was a million-dollar check. And then she's like, oh, girl, you know what? That check was for $2 million. Sometimes I forget, Steve. Sometimes <laughs> right. I deposit a $20 check. It's actually 40 Right. Like My so- aunt, who I love, who sometimes listens to the show, sent me a check for my birthday because she's my aunt and I love her, but I'm not 15. I love her. I hope she doesn't hear How this. How much for? Sixty dollars. Yes. <laughs> and, but you know what? It, she's a wonderful person. Wouldn't even cover the bottle of whiskey that I bought you for your birthday. I'm sure it would not. I, but you know what? It's not. It, I know, it, but it's, it's just cute. It's, it's right? cute. It's, and, and and here's here's again. I love my aunt. Wonderful person. She just has a hard time accepting the fact that I'm a grown person. I'm 51 years old today. So do I. Yeah, well, fuck you. Um, I won't, I'll say that to you. I won't say it to my aunt. Uh, but but if I don't cash that check, I'll get a call in a oh, week yeah. when she goes to balance her checkbook and manually. It does about, right. and it, Jimmy, did you remember to cash your check? Because one year I didn't. It sat there for like 30 days. I'm like, fucked I'm not, her all I, up. It, it was like that Seinfeld episode. I didn't yeah. cash it. And I, she called me to check to make sure it was all everything was okay. I'm like, fine, I'll cash mm-hmm. it. And, and truthfully, all right, let me say this to Aunt Laura. Thank you very much. I love you. I will cash the check, and I will do something fun with it. I appreciate you very much. It's just, it's just kind of funny. All right. But my whole point with the, of that was... <laughs> Sorry, you don't hear what my aunt Laura ready to be No, 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 no. I just, whether it's Musk or whatever, like, these people aren't, like... I, like, if you think that they're the worst person ever, they're not. They're someone worse. And if you think that they're the best person ever, they're not. Because they're probably a really terrible person when it all comes down to it. And I'm not saying Rope is terrible, but I'm just saying they live in a different stratosphere as us. <laughs> and so basing your, 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 you know consumption of media or whatever of not or obtaining knowledge or, from them uh, whatever, or, yeah like i just I, it just seems like such a, a, a like you're literally pissing in the wind and you're you're pissing in the wind it's coming it's blowing back on you and your reason for doing it just doesn't doesn't make any fucking sense right like all the, like you have all these things that you believe in that you want to fight for like go fight for them on the fucking ground go put the work in right these temper tantrums on social media aren't doing anything Right? There's, there's one thing that Musk has said, and he's got to follow through for me to give him credit, and that is he wants everyone to have a check mark. He wants everyone to say what they are and own it. And that's the worst part of Twitter, is the well, number of people who fake yeah. accounts. And that's and you know, that's been my whole like people have said social media is the new public square. No, it's not. 
because it's a new public, public anonymous square, square. If you say if you say to me in the public square some of the shit people say to you on Twitter, if you say that to me in person, you can't run and hide. I mean, you can try to run, and you better hope I don't fucking catch you. But there is going to be an actual price that you may have to pay, all, whether it's physical or getting sued or getting arrested or whatever. Social media, or just getting exposed, or getting exposed and having to do the actual deal with ridicule in your face, people harassing you, whatever. Right. Right? Social media, you don't have that. That's why people don't have their real picture. They don't use their real name. There's I've, no. You, I've you talked can't... about Mike the Dentist in Buffalo a million times. He had 30 Twitter accounts at one right. point. Right. I mean, like, you know, 30. Like you've got, there's so many different ways that you can hide who and what you are and distort what you say, and you can go back and you can delete it. I can't unsay something right. that I say in public, right? Like, I can't unsay that, right? Like, I mean, and so you can talk about all this, it's the new public square. It is not. not. Right for that and specific if it was, reason, that would make it a whole different animal. It would make it an entirely different animal, right? Like now, can you get fired over what you say at Twitter? Absolutely, right? Can Twitter lead you to getting in, getting into trouble legally? Sure, like it could be connected, but like your actual real life actions in real life dealing with people, like those carry real penalties, real right. costs. And so until you can create that sort of semblance and similarity, right, where it's not only the authentication, but like the real time risk of doing some of the stuff that happens on the internet. I, I just don't believe that you can just sit there and say that this is the new public square, therefore free speech and, and the first amendment and all that other th stuff should attach to it. Not to mention that it's a private goddamn company. There's that. <laughs> right, they're all private companies. Most of them are held by fucking Zuckerberg, right? Like whether it's WhatsApp or Instagram or Facebook, those are all the same fucking well, company. well, companies. No, they're publicly traded. Right, but, but they still are. But they're, private, I mean, they're, they're still, not. They're not government entities. They're right, not they're the not, public square. Well, Instagram, WhatsApp, and Facebook are all, all Facebook, all under the Facebook or meta, the meta, whatever. Right, yeah. like so. That's but what it's I'm still saying a there. publicly traded company. Still a publicly traded company, but it's still it's still, it's still owned by Zuckerberg. Owned, yeah, yeah, right, like yep. it's not. Right. it's not a government. It's not entity. a public. Right, it's, it's completely correct. All, all right. right, I know. <laughs> all right, so moving on, we just need to really quickly say when people say First Amendment and talk about Twitter. Does not apply. Yes. Please don't say that. Please don't come at us on Twitter. I mean, you can, but, but we're just you're, say, you're wrong. You're wrong. You don't right. talk about it. And I probably won't argue with you. I'll probably just, just like, okay, whatever. Thank you. Right. We're done. All right, man. We've both been watching winning. Totally changing gears. Yeah. We've both been watching winning time. Love it. I love it, too. Love now, it. I'm, I'm one episode behind. I got like four episodes ahead of you, and then you blew past me because yep. I started traveling. I am loving this so much. Yeah. I think the... To, to what degree it's accurate? I mean, they always put in the whole... Oh, yeah. Know, I mean, but, it's and but, it's not. I mean, there's certain things in there we know for a fact are, that are, aren't true. Right? Sure. Um, like, so, but there's like, a lot that is, I'm sure. No, there, there is a lot. Like, we know... Like, so the, the Nike offer from Phil Knight, um, that was real. That's hilarious. Isn't it? And, and he turned it down. And, you know, the math was done on it, and he'd be worth, I think, like close to $2 billion had yeah. he taken that yeah. deal. Yeah, right? and which, Talk about it, Magic Johnson, just yeah, some yeah, people yeah, who don't yeah. watch the show. And so so... The interesting thing about that, though, is that so the next so that the big athlete ends up being Michael Jordan, who signs on with with Nike. Now, Nike had grown at that point. Sure. Um, by the time that Michael Jordan comes along in 1983 and then really kind of blows up in 86. Um, but, you know, like magic could have been Michael Jordan for Nike. Um, but he ends up signing the deal with Converse instead. So sure. that, that was real. Now, the one part that wasn't real, you know, his, his 
you know, two cousins coming up to him with for the idea of tasty ice, right? As a you know, sort of a knockoff of flavor ice, and you know, sure, how do you take sure. the deal that that wasn't real, uh, that wasn't a real scenario. But I think they're the, you can it's so, artistic license to show yeah, how many people come up to you with idea after idea, right? And when you turn down Nike. People want to say, oh, you're stupid. Well, it's right. easy to say that 30 years later. Right. Now, the time I mean, people are coming at you with tasty ice. And right. Like, now, mm. Magic's seen, now, it worked out for Magic. I mean, he, he's, he's done he okay. owns a couple of sports teams and, you know, a number mm. of different random things. Um, and he's uh, he's worth, I think, like close to $100 million. So I think he's fine. Um, I'd be surprised it was not more than that. I would think he's well, I was surprised it wasn't more than that either. So, but I don't, right, I, right. I don't know, you know, maybe, who knows? Anyway, but, but listen, $100 million. He's, is, he's doing fine. He's doing okay. Um, but what's interesting is like, so the character of Jerry West, um, like, or the portrayal of Jerry West right. is that he is just this, you know, angry, bitter, <laughs> just, you know, just really surly pissed off guy. And, um, you know, like highly just uh, unhinged. Uh, I think uh, Yeah. And so Jerry West in real life is demanding a retraction of that character and is willing to take it to the Supreme Court to get it, you know, to, which I don't even know what he wants. But what is so funny about this is that, like, so your whole thing <laughs> is that this portrayal of you isn't real, yet you are doing something that is really insane and... What? The, ev the evidence to get your case kicked out of court... Is you're is, putting the case in front of a court. You're going like, to lose. Like I demand that you not make me sound like an angry lunatic. If you don't, I will take this to the Supreme Court. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I don't think Jerry West even can process that in anything that we just said. Right? Like, it's just so cartoonish. Probably. Now he's I like, know you, I talked he, to you. My neighbor. Yeah, he said. He said, like, they're making me look like a cartoon. And I get to see him screaming this, right? Like, I look like a goddamn right. cartoon. No, 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 they, make it look like they actually did a cartoon thing of him in the show, which was really <laughs> funny, by the way. And I think my neighbor, when I lived in West Virginia, used to play golf with Jerry West. It's entirely possible that Jerry West was next door to me at one point. Oh, um, interesting. I, I've never met the guy. I'm not claiming to, but he's a legend in West Virginia. Well, he should be. Uh, and he should be, absolutely. <laughs> but when I was watching that on, on the first episode of... of uh, Winning time, I was laughing my ass off because I'm watching the guy that my neighbor talked about all the time brag. I play golf with Jerry West all the time. I'm picturing Byron, his, I forget his last name, Byron being next to Jerry West, well, missing a three foot putt, over his leg. <laughs> missing yeah. a three foot putt, snapping a putter, throwing it into a pond, and storming off. Right. And I just love the concept of that. And uh, anyway, so yeah, Jerry, if you sue because you're being misportrayed, as a psychopath, you're kind of proving you're a psychopath, right? Like, I mean, I get why he's upset, but it's just like, dude, and you gotta dude, embrace it because it's fucking right. funny, and, and people remember who you are now. I mean, dude, Jerry West is, yeah, he won the title seventy two for As the a Lakers. Player? For the Lakers, yeah, I think he he played. I think he won the NIT for WVU oh, oh, in sixty yeah. four. Well, yeah, that would make sense. Oh, seventy eight years later, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, <laughs> you're suddenly worth talking about again, Jerry. Enjoy it. You're the uh, logo well, for the league. You've not been oppressed. Yeah, I mean, well, one, you're the logo of the league. Like, he worked for the Lakers for years, and then he's worked for a couple of the organizations, and he works for the league now. I mean, Jerry West, is, I mean, he, in, in the NBA world and basketball circles, like, he, you know, plenty, plenty of people talk his name. I just, I think that this is so, like, based on what we know of Jerry West historically from, you know, just different documentaries I've watched on the NBA in the past, and then this portrayal of him, this reaction to this portrayal of him is 100% on point. It's validation. Right, like, this is, 
Like, I would love to be the judge and be like, Jerry, so we've done it. We've been doing a documentary of you this entire case. <laughs> and we're going to play it up alongside these different portrayals of you in media. And then you're going to go home and shut the fuck up. And, and, and let me say something else. There's parts of the show that actually kind of make him look like a lucid, good guy. Like, he steps down saying, I'm not the right guy for this. He, right. He but looks, that's true. That's, that's, that, that, that did that's, happen. That's, that's documented. And, it's, right. and, and it shows he's not a complete psycho. He's just mostly psycho. Yeah, he's. Uh, but I think that what they're trying to show is how the level of passion yes. that it takes to be an all-time great. Right. Right. To, he's the Jerry West is the logo of the league. Right. He is an all. There is no one who doesn't say that Jerry West was a Hall of Famer, and he was. Um, and I, I had a little thing for Jerry West because he wore forty-four, and that was my number. In high school. Okay. So anyway, but um, I think part of what they're trying to show you is. You've got Magic Johnson, this carefree kid that smiles all the time, and wants to, and then you've got Jerry West, right? Right, who's just this this raging bull of a guy who wants to win so bad that even when he right. does win, it tastes bad. Yeah. Um. And so I think that like that is being lost on Jerry now because I think he's done so much to try to repair his image over the last fifteen years. So now it's kind of like. You know, ripping open an old wound, and uh, now and, right. and now that's bringing out old Jerry West, which is interesting. Um, so I feel for him to a degree, but I think that if and he's got to be impossible to talk to, right? I mean, like if if what if we, what we think about him is true, who gonna tell him? Like Jerry, at the age this he's at now, right? Like who is going to tell Jerry West right now today? You, you know that this is an act. This is closer to being accurate than it is inaccurate, and he may want to chill. I don't know who can tell him that other than maybe Magic Johnson. I remember <laughs> watching um, Jake LaMotta talk about the movie Raging Bull, and him saying, "I wasn't nearly that bad," and his wife is sitting next to him going. You got off easy in this movie. <laughs> and it may be the same thing. All right, man, we got to wrap this up, but we cannot wrap it up without concluding with something we talked about last week. I don't know if this is devotion to accuracy or just fun. Yeah. But so Mike Tyson punched a dude in the face multiple times. On a plane. On a plane, on a uh, plane in JetBlue. We argued over at lunch over how much space JetBlue offers compared to Spirit. Look like a nice plane. All right. Um, the guy that he punched. Threw a water bottle. Didn't just fanboy. Didn't just try to get selfies. Yeah. Didn't just run his mouth. He threw a water bottle at him. Right. He gets arrested. Mike Tyson does not. Can you name a worse day than Ooh. punched in the face multiple times by Mike Tyson, having it recorded, and getting arrested for your efforts? Right. Like so. Like you. Like Mike Tyson told you to leave him alone multiple times, and so your plan is then to throw a water bottle at him. Now, look, a lot of, of all the violence isn't the answer, people. If someone throws something at you, right, you're probably going to react, right? Now, you being you, you may, like, okay, fine, you may not punch him in the face, but you're not going to be thrilled about it, Correct. right? Um, but there's plenty of us out there where if you throw a water bottle at me, um, especially after you have annoyed me for an extended period of time, then... Well, whatever happens, happens, right? And I'm not Mike Tyson, right? Like, so... No, Mike Tyson's more controlled. I'm in the same camp as I was last week where I said, like, look, you don't have to tell me more than once. And if you have... If there's someone out there that you do have to tell more than once, then whatever happens to them, right, is in God's hands, <laughs> right? And one, he made it out alive, good, but then he took he got his ass taken to jail, 
also good. That's a shitty day. Right? <laughs> a well-earned shitty day. Right. I'm not defending this dope at all. But... <laughs> like, and the thing when, is, when I, I don't that, even know... I was like, Wait so when he gets older, right, and he matures if a little bit... If he gets bit, older. What's the, what's the story? How do you tell that story, right? Like, do you say it with pride, right? Like, oh, let me tell you this time I fuck with Mike Tyson, right? Or, or is it like, eh, you know, when I was young and dumb... I made a mistake, right? Like, do you use it as a teaching moment, or is it something that you boast about? Because I feel I like... Here's what I do. I watch The Hangover, and right after he jacks up Zach Galifianakis, I say, that same guy punched me ten times, and I didn't get knocked down. Mm-hmm. And I end it there. I leave out a whole lot of detail. I, I would have to... Before I said that, I would get on a plane and hope... I, I would need verification that Mike Tyson was dead... And I would need to see the place where he was at before I told that story. Because if you tell that story and it gets back to Mike and he's still alive, Mike might come and find you. <laughs> right? You might, you might be turning around face-to-face with Mike standing up with, in a good position to throw a punch. And then you're going to find out if you were better than Zach Galifianakis. That's, I, that's all I'm saying. Like, I, I would not. <laughs> that's not a bad closing spot. <laughs> You got anything? You want to finish with anything? No, I mean we got the NFL draft, but it's going on. I like the draft for the Steelers so far, and uh, we'll talk about it more next week. Sounds good. We are at Whiskey Cockers on Instagram and Twitter. We are done. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed. We're out.